This is a podcast from Rover. Well, recent stories of shocking conditions and ill treatment of migrant workers in Marlborough show New Zealand has a bit of work to do to ensure the integrity of the RSE scheme and prove that worker wellbeing is a top priority. Now, Dom caught up with the CEO and co-founder of Ask Your Team, uh, Chris O'Reilly, to find out what they're doing about it. Well, cracky old first our first part of Saturday edition of Rex. The hellish sharp blacks. Don't forget to go and check that out, eh, Dom? They are going to be there. The uh, They're on uh, Retail Meet New Zealand. Find that Facebook page and you'll be able to see that challenge against the Aussies today for the with the butchers. They're going to be doing the linking of the sausages. I'm still mm. not quite sure what the linking of the sausages is, but they're, of course, off to the World Butchers Challenge in Sacramento. Do you reckon those blacks are going to be a bit of fun, Dom? Do I reckon they're going to have a great time in Sacramento, my God. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they need, uh, do they need a, well, you know, know. sort of a PR team? Over well, there with I've them. always thought that about like the World Sharing Championships and things. You know, a crew should really, with some very experienced sort of uh, rural type uh, broadcasting personalities, would would sort of. We uh, need to do this. We yeah, need to really do lot, some of we? that stuff. We, we need actually to do hit that gravy train, brother. You yeah, know? we do. Actually, I'm I, thinking. I love the way you say it. hit the gravy train, brother. Yeah, <laughs> that's sort of like out of a 1976 soul disco kind of mix. <laughs> Yeah, hit the gravy train, brother. Okay, <laughs> coming up uh, next hour is part two of the Saturday edition. We're going to be talking to Beef and Lamb, NZ Extension Manager in Eastern North Island. That's Sarah Crowfoot uh, around these uh, workshops that are being held across the country to help farmers understand and calculate their greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, Upco CEO, that's these, uh, well, these, these, these bikes, aren't they, there? the electric solution for agriculture and adventure transportation, and they've been winning all sorts of awards. So we'll be chatting to Catherine Sanford, who is the CEO of Upco as well. And we're going to be talking, looking forward to this too, uh, a young dairy farmer about this is this is going to be a good story because you won't you might be surprised at where it goes um, and where it comes from, leading to. Uh, being two or three years into it, absolutely loving the dairy industry. And we're going to go to the top paddock as well uh, with our man, Nathan Guy. Uh, that is coming up. Saturday edition of Rex. I hope you're going to have a good Saturday because it's all going to turn to, to custard about 5am tomorrow morning <laughs> when the All Blacks get another shellacking from South Africa, as I suspect might be the case because I just don't think the South Africans sort of are of the mentality to sort of lay down and give anybody a soft run, are they, Dom, to be fair? I wouldn't have thought so. No, uh, no. They'll be licking their lips. Yeah, they will be. And... Um, we spoke about this yesterday on on, on Rural Today. Uh, it was funny because I sat down on Friday morning with my coffee and the first thing I pretty much looked at in the paper or the online, whatever it was, was the South African bench. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I a went, cracker, isn't it? Yeah, there's, there's actually, of their eight players on the bench, there's six that would be starting All Blacks tomorrow if they got a New Zealand passport. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the one that, yeah. uh, that was what struck that. me as well, yeah. yeah. You yeah. raised that straight away with me and I thought, there you go, great minds, eh, you know? <laughs> yeah. And all of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, um, uh, have you seen the Ross Taylor book? Have you seen it yeah, later? no. Well, I mean, I've, I've read a couple of bits and pieces about it. Um, yeah. I didn't watch the thing on Sky. Um no. Uh, yeah, interesting. I'm not sure. I I find sporting biographies, with the odd exception, exceedingly boring. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I generally tend to shy away from them because they're all a little bit vanilla. Maybe this one's got a wee bit more spice in there. Who knows? Yeah. Have you ever read a good one? Uh, oh yeah, uh, the Agassi? best one. Yeah, Agassi's great. Um, 
One of the best sporting books I've read, it's a cricket book. Um, it's called A Lot of Hard Yakka, and I can't even remember the guy who wrote it because he was a journeyman on the English county circuit, and it was fantastic. So he never rose to be an right. international. I think he may have played one game for England potentially. Uh, but A Lot of Hard Yakka, that's a really good just sort of uh, down-to-earth, tells you how it is, the grind of being a pro sportsman. And do you know the best sports book I think I've read it's probably a bold call, but I'll, I'll throw this one out there. It's called Ghosts of Manila. It's by a guy called Mark Cram, and it's the story of Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier and their epic three-bout battle that they had uh, over that uh, that sort of the early 70s there and uh, culminating in uh, the... Um, thriller in Manila. In the thriller in Manila, yeah, yeah, and just the legacy that particularly that fight had uh, on the careers of both of them and the lives that they led afterwards as well. Uh, Absolute outstanding. Ghosts of Manila by Mark Cram. Wow. I look forward to reading it. The one thing I always think about that is how how Frazier couldn't last 30 seconds with George Foreman. Yeah. uh, But he could go the distance with Muhammad Ali, and Ali had the measure of Foreman. There you go. That's just something. Crazy, eh? Yeah. Says something. Okay, there we go. Radio. That wraps up our one. There you go. Rex Rural Exchange. There we go. That is Chris O'Reilly, their CEO and co-founder of Ask Your Team there in regard to this situation with this ill treatment and shocking conditions exposed in Marlborough in regard to the RSE scheme there. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dom, you know, that's, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still think, you know, like we try and paint this beautiful picture of, of New Zealand uh, em- employee relations and how we treat workers and goodness knows, but there's still a lot of shite out there isn't there Jesus oh well I read that other story there was a story yesterday that came out police investigating alleged assaults uh, by an orchard owner against migrant workers in central Otago so it's not just confined to one area um, you know incidents where a worker was made to lie on the floor he was stood on sworn at um, just all sorts of things probably um, as I was uh, spoke with Chris there uh, you know a bad apple scenario but still um you know it's uh, it's a it's a poor look yeah it is a poor look and the trouble is with everything to do with farming agriculture horticulture and so much of primary industries 95 percent are getting it right and doing it so fantastic and then you have these dickwads who break cows tails and and have cattle up to you know up to their shoulders and mud you know you know what it is it's just oh, so yeah, annoying absolutely and, and what that does is yeah. they get the headlines and then and then the industry as a whole is um you know tarnished with the same brush Exactly. Rightio, we'll come back shortly and wrap up the hour.